Hi everyone, this is Eric at the editing booth. I wanted to give you a little preface before we get into this. Mark's going to explain a lot more, but I wanted to provide some context of why we did this, because it may seem a little late now. We recorded this Black History Month episode back on January 13th. So it was a week after the riots, and everything was still kind of raw and still present on our minds. And we wanted to do this Black History Month episode to celebrate black topics and black comedians that we knew that we wanted to promote on our show. And we also wanted to make sure that we're using our platform to elevate black voices to make sure that they were heard. So this was supposed to be a a 10 minute after hours discussion, and it turned basically into a full hour. So this is all unedited Uh, There is no commercial breaks, there's no regular stuff, so this may seem odd to be putting out at the beginning of our launch, but we felt it was important to share all this, and we hope that this helps console people with what happened on January 6th. Also, we hope that it provides some perspective and uh, new information to people that need it as well. So, thank you for listening, and we'll be back in March with more debates thank you all right we are back and (laughs) (laughs) all of the comics uh have uh decided to stay with us uh as we uh we're gonna address uh the riots let's just call it what it was the riots that happened uh on the capitol on jan 6 It it was a coup it was people with our uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah coup d'etat. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't like I don't like riots because riot is a usually usually a riot is a random spontaneous event uh that occurs as a confrontation, you know, there's usually a confrontation, there's usually something that triggers a riot. Yeah, people a specific like, thing, like a, a specific thing happens and it triggers a riot. This was some shit that people planned out uh, to degrees that uh, are probably, I don't know how much you guys follow this shit. I don't, I'm I'm home all day. Uh, I've been watching this shit. Uh, I don't think I've left the TV uh, 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 since last Wednesday. And, uh, and I'm watching all the coverage. I'm watching what Fox is saying. I'm checking CNN. I'm checking, I'm trying to like get all the different angles. And Apparently, there's at least three congressmen that were giving tours to dudes that were part of the guys that broke in uh, when they when they came through, and there are multiple. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't remember the congresswoman. The uh, one of the AOC. One of, not AOC, but the, one of the ones that's with AOC. I can't think of her name, but uh, they have panic buttons in their office. Mm-hmm. And uh, her panic buttons had been ripped out. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, this was a this was a planned attack. This wasn't a riot. This yeah. wasn't spontaneous. This wasn't just some you know in the moment passionate thing. This is uh, uh, Clyborne, Representative Clyborne, his private office that doesn't have his name on it was the one that they t- attacked. Not the one with his name on it, where you know you can clearly see it's his, 
the the private one that doesn't like though I don't uh Rob and I uh are on a sh um the new OGs together and we talked about it last week I thought it was interesting the Capitol building is huge and the way it's old fucking building the way it's designed you can't just run in there and run straight to the fucking speaker's office. It's not like that. Right. And the fact that they got there and they weren't just all over the place that they were in those, that they were in the specific places that they were in made me think that they knew where the fuck they were going. Yeah. And, and so it was less of a, it, uh, I, I saw then that it didn't feel like it was a riot. It felt like they had a, a plan. Like they knew what the fuck they were doing. And when Clyborne said that that his his private office that's on the third floor, there were people banging on the door trying to get in, and they knew it was his office. And there's no way to know it's his office unless somebody told you that was his office. So what would you what what you said you wouldn't call it a riot, but what would you call it? Like what would you what term would you use? Insurrection, a coup d'état. And and can I can I say something? Go ahead, Jay. I don't like, and this is this is. Uh, a little bit off topic, but it rounds around to the same thing. Uh, so there was uh, a, a few weeks back, there was a dude who set off a bomb in uh, Nashville. Yeah. And all the news stations, for some reason, were calling him the suspect, the bomber. N nobody was calling him a terrorist. And I was like, this is, he's a terrorist. If somebody, if somebody from another country came over and did that, they would be a terrorist. Just because he he's from here, doesn't mean he's not a terrorist. Yeah, what we they, not just somebody from another country, but so if somebody that was not I, white. I, I don't, but that's what I don't want to make <laughs> it. Because, you know what I'm saying? I, don't wanna, I, I know, but when you when for some reason, even when things are racial, when you play the race card, then people go, ah, it's not about race, and they think that takes away the argument. So I'm gonna let try. Me, let me let I'm me let me try to say, yeah, little brother. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm I've been I've been listening to shit, but I need you to understand something before you understand anything else. And I'm not saying this as a way of scolding you, because mm -hmm. I used to think like you. This shit ain't got to be fucking fair. Do you understand what I'm saying? It ain't I'm, been fair for the last 400 fucking years. I don't give a fuck what they feel about what I got to say about the shit that they done. You dig what I'm saying? And if it, and if you telling me a race card, what the fuck does that mean? That's some shit to try to disarm the shit that they are guilty right. of. Right. I'm not I'm right. Yeah, don't let I'm them like, off the hook with that shit. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. I'm I'm please hear what I'm saying. I'm not uh -huh. letting anybody off the hook. And the anger you have, Matt, sit there like, what am I gonna say to yeah, these old the days? <laughs> the anger you have is what what I have is what we should have. I'm saying that I am choosing to talk about this because that that's there, and I have lots. Of, I have so much to say about that. All right, but I want to talk. You said about even this. if you take it, even if you take even that if part you away. even if you take that part away, it's still fucked up. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. It's it's always been fucked up from our end. I grew up in Kentucky. I grew up knowing, knowing that every day when I left my house, I might not come back home <laughs> because of how the, how the world is. I grew up knowing that every time the police pull me over, every time I walk outside in my neighborhood, I live in a decent neighborhood, mm -hmm. and I'm one of the only black people here. If somebody looks at me and goes, he looks suspicious, mm -hmm. I could be dead. I know that. The anger you have is is exactly how I feel. But for this, I'm I'm doing it the way I'm doing it. It's not it's not me letting anybody off. It's me going, what are you going to say now? What like what are you going to say now? If your only thing is to go, 
Well, it's not about race and try to shut it down because you, as a white person, cannot talk about race as freely as black people. So you just try to shut it down. So let's not use that. Let's use something else. And then how are you going to shut it down now? And in saying that, I'm saying it was terrorism. It was terrorism, what happened in Nashville. And what happened at the Capitol is terrorism. It doesn't, here's matter, something that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that all the people. Is, it doesn't matter that all the people uh, were uh, were white. But the fact that they were white and you didn't call it terrorism makes it kind of a race issue. Yeah, it makes it kind of a race issue. Yeah, the fact no, for that sure. They were, Dude, they were getting escorted through the place by some of the cops. Uh, yeah. I I made a joke while it was happening. That I was like, because I didn't realize how bad it was. I I saw the president's speech. I was watching Fox, and Fox played his whole speech completely mm -hmm. un, unfettered. They didn't stop it. They let the whole yeah. motherfucker ride. Like, they didn't even comment when he was just saying shit. They just let the whole shit ride. And I was listening to that while I was doing some other stuff, and I heard him say, we're going to march down there. I'm going to be there with you. And I knew, I swear to God, I knew when he said this. I was like, his ass ain't going down there with them. Like, I was like, first of all, the, the Secret Service wouldn't let him in the crowd like that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and did you hear what he, did you hear how he addressed them? Like, af, like after and during when it was going on, I was like, we, when black people were out marching, were out marching for our lives, he was saying, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Now yeah. you have people attacking not a government building, the government building. Yeah, he people sent them. He sent no. Nope. He sent them down. He sent them down there. He ginned them up. They all did. Rudy did Giuliani. You, Rudy Giuliani did, said some trial by combat shit. Uh, uh, Trump Jr. said some shit. They sent them up there. They juiced those people up. They sent them down there, and then inside of the group. And it, inside the, the group that they sent down there, they had agitators yeah. that motivated people that want, it, it's, I don't know if you guys have ever been like spring break or someplace where like it's a large crowd of people and like the, an emotion like can hit where everybody just will start chanting some shit like at a ball game or something like that. That type of energy also works in a negative with riots and stuff and mm -hmm. that shit they had people in there that were agitating to, to push that shit to get in, and they had a plan to do some horrible shit. Yeah, they are definitely terrorists. And and when they were and when they were doing their terroristic acts, instead of saying when the looting starts, the shooting starts, when people's lives were actually in danger, you know what he said? We love you all, but you have to go home. You love the terrorists. He said That's he loves. You, he said you're beautiful. I think he called them beautiful people too. Yeah. He called him. He said you're special. <laughs> you're special. You're special. Wow. We love you. You're special. That's and that's and that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's just like this. It's to uh, a point. It's to a point. It's to a point now. It's to a point now. And you can feel how y'all want to feel about it. I'm ang I'm angry like you are, Rob. I'm angry like you are, but I'm past the point of arguing with anybody. When that's why that's why I'm trying that's why I'm trying I'm trying my right. hardest to like compose myself. I'm like and and not again not it's about race but not bringing race into it because I'm tired of arguing with people about race when it comes to this because we have had more than enough evidence in this year alone that things are messed up for us in this country. And mind it's the first month of the goddamn year. That's that what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, but here's what I'm saying to you all. 
And I and and even in your explanation, you still got back to the point that I was making. And this is yeah, the thing, brother. Yeah, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. Right, I agree. Right. I never right. disagree with you. Right. But this is what I'm saying to you. I'm 50. Next week, I'll be 51 years old. I haven't seen the level of racism that my parents have seen. Mm -hmm. And they haven't seen the level of racism that their grandparents had seen. So what I'm saying to you is we have been lulled into a false sense of security. Um, I actually worked for these people. I worked in the jail. I worked in Cook County Jail, right? Mm -hmm. And what I'm telling you is everything that you saying is exactly true, but it's been true. It's just that we mm -hmm. are not recognizing our part of carrying the boulder of racism, right? Mm -hmm. The boulder is, it, it appears to be smaller, but it's still the same shit it was. They just can't beat you like they used to because everybody will see it. Yeah, I never, I, I, yeah. I, I can, again, grew up in Kentucky. Never said right. I disagree with you. Man, I, dude, my family is from yeah. Mississippi Delta. Yeah. You know, so you know, so you know worse than me. Why yeah. that's relevant to the people who don't understand. The yeah, please Mississippi do. Delta was the crown jewel of racism mm -hmm. because that was its economic base. Do you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Everything, everything came from there. in the South, huh? Everything came from there. Everything you needed came from there. Everything that you find in the state of Mississippi has the name of some sort of cotton or planter or grower. Do you understand? These motherfuckers was making so much money off of cotton in the South. It was the, it was the commodity to have. And that is what gave them the 400 years of economic power, the 200 year head start, and then 150 years worth of Jim Crow bullshit. So in this last 50 years, we thought we was kind of getting better when at mm -hmm. the end of the day, you are not safe on your own recognizance. I have to be at the other person's mercy yeah. for me to feel safe. Mm -hmm. And we have been fed the myth of progress. Until we can progress. And and the other thing, exactly. And the other thing is, we don't own shit. When I say I'm not talking about just your house, because that's not what I'm talking. I'm saying a community is some shit that builds itself. Do you understand? You don't have to leave it to make money. It builds itself. Our communities are not communities, they're neighborhoods. So we ain't got shit. Now, why don't we have anything? Because they're not allowing it. And anytime somebody start acting like they want something, you wind up dead. If you don't, it, it ain't no way in the fuck. It shouldn't be nobody selling weed in this city of Chicago that ain't black. As many niggas as y'all have locked up for selling weed, it ain't no way in the fuck I got to buy weed from a white dude. And then for me to hear this motherfucker say, I'm just a better businessman? What the fuck are you talking about? The police not chasing you. You ain't got to count. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to count this shit on a scale that's illegal for you to own. You a Get the fuck out. You know, that's all I'm saying. That's These crazy. motherfuckers, like people don't even, when people talk about racism, they always think about this shit like uh, it's like super way back. I'll tell you like a, a right now happening all over America right now, racism. Banks, if you have a bank in your neighborhood, that bank is required to have a certain amount of loans that are based in that neighborhood, a certain amount of private loans, a certain amount of business loans. And it's for like a specific radius. I can't remember how long it is. It's a mile, maybe it's five miles. I can't remember, but it's a space around. I think it depends on population density, but it's space around that bank that it's responsible 
to uh, have a certain amount of loans. If that bank doesn't give that amount of loans, it falls out of regulation with uh, the Federal Bank Reserve and they lose, they have to pay fines. They have to pay very, very expensive fines mm -hmm. that they don't wanna pay. This is why the black community uh, is full of currency exchanges instead of banks. You can't have a bank, there are no banks because even just having a branch, if you have a branch in that neighborhood, you are responsible. That bank has a fiduciary responsibility to that neighborhood to help that neighborhood grow, to help finance that neighborhood, to help people mm -hmm. buy homes, to help people start businesses. And they don't put them in black neighborhoods. So black neighborhoods never cycle money back into the neighborhood. So when he, what Rob was just saying about our communities aren't communities, they're just neighborhoods. You can't leave, stay in your neighborhood and, and put up your shingle and be a lawyer or anything like that because there isn't an infrastructure for you to do it. There's no banks in there for providing spaces so that you can do that. So And so that you, uh, you can't be like a lone lawyer in the middle of nowhere. You probably need other businesses around you that are going to attract foot traffic and shit like that. And they don't, they bank because there's no banks there. There's no only the all of the financial institutions in the neighbor in the hood, so to speak, are all in a, um, entities that suck money out. And they all have higher rate fees um, yeah. with transactions and things like that. So they suck money out at a higher rate than a bank would that would create an, uh, an ability for people to have savings and also have opportunity for loans and all that other shit. Mm -hmm. Matt, Matt, I want to get your uh, thoughts too. Uh, we're uh, on the haters and debaters after hours with Robert Hines, Xavier Lamont, James Fisher, and Matt Brown uh, yeah. again discussing the uh, the events that happened on Jan Six at the Capitol. Real quick, Matt, before before I get to you, uh, yeah. I just want to go through some of the stuff that's already happening again i don't follow the stuff as much as you do excel so correct me if any if any of the facts that i know thus far are are incorrect but as far as from my understanding there was at least eight to ten thousand people that, uh okay. i'm sorry that, that yeah, no, rushed the capitol now i can't remember how many actually got inside of the capitol um <laughs> There was also there were Capitol Police there as well as other police officers, but they were actually, from my understanding, uh, they were communicating back and forth uh, with the National Guard and another branch um, that was saying, hey, shit might go down on this day, like two days before all of this happened, saying, hey, shit might go down. Do you need extra people? Um, and the Capitol uh, chief, I believe, who's already resigned, told them, no, nah, no, nah, we good. We got it. Like, we, we, we got it handled. And they called him up until the events, up until the shit went down, and he still was denying help. Um, five people died, one of which was a Capitol police officer. And then also, and now uh, we're here... Um, where they're trying to impeach, hopefully, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. No, he's impeached. But they're trying. Uh, he right is impeached. In okay. Yeah. In the house. Officially. The trial starts. It, but it's still got to go. It's still in the process. Of yeah, he's, he's not. He's not. President. No, he, he's he hasn't had a trial. Yeah. He, okay. He's, okay. Yeah. Impeached and convicted. Two different things. And uh, impeached happens in the house. He's right. been impeached. He got impeached today. 
the trial won't happen for another week, uh, apparently. Actually, the trial, the crazy thing is the trial start, uh, no, it'll be about two weeks before this episode comes out. So the trial will probably be over by the time this uh, yeah. episode comes out. Hopefully, yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens by then. Um, <laughs> Matt, uh, so before I get to you, man, what I what I wanted to uh, ask you guys too, man, is just like um, kind of how y'all felt about that whole situation and just the last year, how all this stuff has gone down. Um, and I can tell you, like, obviously, like, I've heard everybody say the same thing, right? Like, if that was black people, man, shit would have gone down. And that's the truth. That's the mm-hmm. truth. But what really upset me, like, that's the first thing I thought about. But then I started thinking mm-hmm. deeper about it. And what really upset me, and not even necessarily upset me, but, but I came to, like, an epiphany where it was just like, yo, at this point, at this point, you got to draw the line in the sand, right? Like you got, you either racist or you not, period. And there's people that keep, you know, like, I and I watch all the news stations from MSNBC to CNN to Fox News just to see what kind of, <laughs> how they gonna twist this shit, right? And I could, see, and they were saying stuff, I, I think it was Tucker Carlson or whatever that, that, was, that was like, um, I, uh, I forget how he worded it. But he was basically trying to say he was basically trying to say, why are people trying to turn this into a race thing? This isn't a race thing. This is a political thing. And it's like the reason why people turn. First of all, we're not turning anything into a race. thing. It is a race thing. All right. It is a race thing. Like, yes, I understand that these people are upset because some of them because basically they've been lied to by the president telling them that, you know, he was cheated out of this election, which he was not. Um, and he's had no proof and, uh, you know, his own judges <laughs> that he went to, <laughs> or like rejected him. And were just like, no, like none of that is no, that's <laughs> like every, everything was fair, but also the reason why it's, it is a race thing is because if you watch those videos, those people are marching in with the racist symbols you know, like the Confederate flag, like the nooses, uh, uh, the 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 Nazi signatures, and all of those, and 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 that stuff, especially the Nazi stuff, was supposed to be something that meant that you were were not a patriot. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a time when that was, you know, when like if you ever heard somebody was was talking was talking with Russia. <laughs> it was just like it would automatically be disqualified from being our president, but somehow I don't know what the fuck happened. But I, I think what mostly upset me, or, or what I what I realized is just that, like at this point, man, you cannot ignore what we've seen this past year, and tell me this this isn't about race. You can't ignore this shit anymore. Like mm-hmm. you got to draw a line in the sand. Period. You're the racist or you're not, and you need to you need to. Everybody needs to check themselves, but also, you know, we have to, we have to, we, we can't progress, prog- we can't have progress without truth first. Truth is the guide to progress. Mm-hmm. And if we keep lying to each other, we're never going to progress. Um, so, Matt, I'm going to turn it to you, man, and, and just get your feelings. But that's that's kind of how I feel about the situation. Okay, I'm about to go in like Reverend C.L. Franklin. So grab your Bible and your ass. <laughs> 
Um, because, okay, because I ha have an entire degree in sociology and black studies, and I was educated by some fucking premier people at like, uh, like a tier one research university. Uh, my professors wrote books comparing lynching to the Holocaust, uh, talking about how uh, captive slaves use their uh, native religions from, you know, uh, what they learned from their parents and what they've been able to keep on for hundreds of years, how they use those religious practices to guide us to victory through the Civil War. And the professor who taught me black feminism runs that department at Yale now. So I, read a lot of shit and um, to respond immediately to your statement about how this was sort of made it impossible to not have the discussion about race. I honestly think that it's deeper than that because racism in this country on a person to person interaction exists because of systemic and institutional racism in the government, not the other way around. It's not bad people became politicians. It's that the government was set up this way and yeah. then people enact behavior that they know the government will essentially support. And what I say, what I mean by that is uh, lynching happened for 200 years because no one ever got in trouble for it. So people can't be more racist than the government because the government has to allow whatever's going on. People can't be more, uh, people, individual people can't be more racist than, uh, you know, discriminatory employment practices. You can't be more racist than your government. So the government's a standard. The government happens first. And so like, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than, are you racist or are you not? It's like, oh, okay. You finally realize that this government that doesn't protect my black ass actually doesn't protect yours either now. I think that this insurrection of capital is actually a good thing because I think it's woken up even a lot of complacent white people and even some conservative white people and some other Latino and Indian but people Matt, who think that Matt, they're white. Real quick question though, Matt. Does that not piss you off though? Because that's the part that pissed me off is how many people were surprised at this shit. You know what I'm um, saying? Yeah, like, I feel does like that it, not I piss you like off? Like, I'm so tired of hearing people say woke when, I, when we were born into this shit and been. had to know about it. Like yeah, we it to brought everyone to where we've been at. Everyone yeah. is finally at the panic mode that we've been at our entire lives. And that I think is the good thing. Like everyone has finally realized that they individually, their family, their future, their job and their home are not safe or protected by anyone. Everyone's a nigga now. <laughs> and I, think, I, found, I found what you just said amazing. Because it's it's wonderful to know. I'm a layman, right? I, 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 I'm just a really bright layman, right? But I'm pretty much a layman. And so when I listen to you speak, it's like having a um, American civics class for blackness because there is two different types of civics. And I learned the one because again, I'm pretty bright dude. And what I can tell you based on what you said and, and, and the way of backing that up is that I worked in their jail. So mm -hmm. I know 
exactly how they handle things. I know exactly what they do. And they never, and this is the thing that, that, that makes the economics things even more important because we're constantly being told, let's, let's make our money later or let's, you know, we want to get, like everybody you know wants you to do some shit for free as mm -hmm. if you're going to eat from their free shit. Like you can do it for exposure. No, motherfucker, I don't need exposure. I need money. And the reason this is important is because they never miss the opportunity to make some money off some shit. So never. what I'm telling you is when I worked in that jail, they were paying so much for shit that didn't cost anything because they had somebody who had a head start who could wait two years to get paid. Yep. So that capitalism same at its finest, right? Absolutely. So yeah. that's Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But their instinct is to try to use us to make money. That's that's all they know. Their DNA has memory just like ours does. And when they look at us, they see free work. When they look at us, they see shit that they don't want to do. And uh, a line that I have used both uh, to bookers and to people in professional jobs I've had is no one who looks like me has worked for free since 1865. And I will look you straight in the eye. I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care how many people you have or have not helped their goddamn career. I'm not going to host an 11 o'clock show for 75 fucking dollars. They're drunk off their ass. They've been drinking for four hours and I'm going to have to work harder than the headliner. No, no. Blow smoke up someone else's ass. <laughs> uh, Y'all want to let Eric talk? Eric, you can share your opinion, man. We, no, I, share yeah, no, like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to listen. Like, I know that you guys have been talking about, like, you know, and we try to listen too, man. <laughs> like, yeah, no. how did, like, I mean, for real though, but how did, like, what were you, what, what was your initial reaction when it went down, when it all went down? Uh, it, it was like when watching like the 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 riot or the the coup at the Capitol. It was almost like I think I forget who said it, but it was it was the feeling of I'm shocked but not surprised. So if if that makes sense, like no, yeah, there was still the feeling of like I heard a lot of people say that actually. Yeah, like that exact phrase. I'm shocked but not surprised. Uh, yeah. yeah, like and I think it encapsulates it well because it's it's a thing of like. There was a bit of like I can't actually believe what's happening, like as I'm processing it in my brain. But at the same time, I'm just like, no, this is what everything's been leading to, um, and it, it it it's it's a it's a hard anger that I've had for like I'm not trying to compare my anger or things to what what y'all had to deal with, but it's just that like I had spent the last four years just in a very hard depression and a very dark place and trying to I, I had a conversation months ago like be, be, right before the election just like i'm angry and i just want it almost in a sense of like i want other people to, to like these other people these republicans these conservatives these trumpists to feel the the pain that i'm in or like the frustration that anger but when I was watching this all play out, it wasn't even a thing of that I felt like, like I was, I was not hoping that like, you know, like, oh, they're getting, they're going to get the police baton slammed down on that. I was just, I, I, it was just sad. Like, 
because it wasn't a thing of like it's not even thinking about like oh now that like the party that i wanted is in power it was a thing of these are two different realities and like i don't see how this is going to reconcile like i i think that's the thing too is that like you you start feeling this when you start thinking about you know how they treated the black lives matter movement this whole time yeah. Um, how they tear gassed them and, and did all this, you know, was shooting the, the paintballs and all and had and had unmarked cars just grabbing mm-hmm. people, random people. Yeah, and, exactly. Mark. And yeah. Oh, which is dumb. Dude, oh. I I uh so t- <laughs> I had because of what happened with the Black Lives Matter and I told you hold, earlier I hold, hold on Excel, hold on Excel. Hold on, real quick though. I there's a point I wanted to make there. Though. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead. And the point that I'm making is I think everybody who has a good conscience um, kind of has this internal conflict with themselves, right? Where we first think, like, damn, if that was black people, they would have got, got fucked up if they tried to run up. We wouldn't even made it to the stairs. And I think people hear that and think, oh, so you just as violent as these people. You thinking these violent things, too. And it's like, no, I don't. I don't want I don't I didn't want anything bad to happen to any of those people. And I don't agree with them at all politically. But, you know, I'm not somebody that's like super religious. But you know what I'm saying? I grew up in the church and I still I still, you know, have those Christian values. Mm -hmm. And I don't want bad things to happen to anybody. You know what I'm saying? I don't wish death upon nobody. But what's hard about it in this time is seeing people be able to go to that limit and not be punished. You know what I'm saying? And seeing our people do that. And it doesn't mean that you, you know, it's, it's that conflict inside where it's like, I'm not saying that I want them to be hurt. I'm just saying that God damn, why is it like this? You know what I'm saying? They didn't, Mark, they didn't even draw their guns. They didn't even draw the weapons. Like, think about that. You, you had, you, that's well, the frustration, man. That's that's where the well, frustration. Well, comes. I'm, I'm saying? saying, I'm saying they dragged, they dragged the cop, the, the cop that got beaten to death. Yeah, that's that's a horrible way to die. I am not saying he deserved it, but however, how is it possible that he didn't shoot somebody? Yeah, like how is it possible? <laughs> like we, we get shot. My anger in this situation is we get shot on traffic stops. Mm-hmm. In in the back seven times because some some cop felt threatened. They were actually beating cops to death because and they I, all had and, guns because they were armed. If you shoot one of these motherfuckers, they gonna start shooting back. And they didn't let that happen in the Capitol. Now I, I don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. So Rob, Rob, hold on, Rob. Do you think that that was part of the the strat? Like, do you think that that was something that they discussed? Like. If we start mm-hmm. firing, well, it's a perfect storm of shit. The right. first thing you got to start with is the base idea. Having worked for these people, I'm gonna keep telling you that the base idea is that about thirty percent of the motherfuckers was with these people. That's the first thing you got to think about. So it's more than one part of this. The other thing is this is a young white dude that was in the military. He was in the army. I was in the army. You think really hard about shooting a motherfucker that's supposed to be on your team, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, and the mm-hmm. other thing is, and this is what I'm saying, 
is that if I'm there and I'm thinking I'm finna shoot me a motherfucker, I'm going to probably shoot him, but I'm preparing myself to know that I'm about to die. Because yeah. once I shoot this dude, these other motherfuckers gonna pull out their guns, start shooting too. So maybe, uh -huh. and I don't know exactly what his motivation was, because I ain't gonna let you beat me with shit if I got a pistol. I'm gonna start shooting because I think my likelihood of living is once I shoot one of these motherfuckers, maybe the rest of these people leave me alone. But that's in a position where you not where you know some of these motherfuckers are armed. So as soon as you start shooting, you're gonna have to be, it's gonna be a gunfight. Yeah. So now you gotta figure out where to find cover and shit like that. And so all I'm saying is that this was a perfect storm of a bunch of shit that made them have the advantage that you will never have. That's oh, it. Yeah. And Mark, a point you made that I really want to respond to, I want to disagree with you in like a positive way. Yeah, you said no, if no, you're no. like, it says, you said that like uh, it, it, it upsets something in you to see like how they're not getting punished, how like 99% of them are getting away with it. And the thing is, in the moment, yes, but here's the thing their punishment's coming, and so is everyone's punishment is about to fucking What I'm come. saying, well, and, what, what, I'm okay. sa what I was saying, Matt, was like, I want them to go to jail. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, necessarily yeah, I want them to be to get killed, to be murdered. Yeah, but totally. at the same time, that's that's where the conflict lies. Yeah, no, I, because I we know if that was us, well, we would get I murdered. Think the punishment's gonna look. You know different. what I'm saying? And it's like I have to control that inner hate in me, where I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. want, I don't want to wish death on nobody. But yeah. I know if that was somebody that looked like me, I would. It, that would have been what happened. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, we just hoping that they get even, locked up. Not even have and that might not death. even happen. We don't even have to wish death on anybody because yeah. this is just my degree talking. This is what I honestly think is going to happen. I don't think that we have to worry about who of them is going to jail and who's not yet because we're all going to be paying for it in about 15 years because we... As a society, as a government, I would say from about 2012 or so on, uh, for about the past 10 years, uh, really have created a really dangerous generation. We have really created a very dangerous generation because this is a generation of black kids who saw their country have a black president that got absolutely no respect and got treated like the goddamn media's bitch. And it made you believe and know for a fact that it didn't matter how educated or how light skinned or how qualified you were. You were always still going to be a nigga in this country, no matter how far you make it. So you have that out of an entire generation of young black men and women who have access to the most education of any generation of black people. And then you also have to deal with the fact that this is a generation of Latino people who are staying in this country, whether the Republicans like it or not. And they had to deal with half their family being killed at the border and half their cousins being in detention centers and having cousins that died because they were three years old and couldn't get fucking water in a goddamn detention center because they're essentially concentration camps. They're going to have aunts who told them about how they had to wear the same fucking bloody sweatpants for two months straight and they finally got out of the detention center like this is a generation of people who are going to have ptsd who are going to be angry and are going to know for a fact from everything around them every book they can read everything they can see on youtube and every member in their family that the government don't give a fuck about you and they're going to be violent and they're going to be armed and they're going to take advantage of our shitty gun laws and they are going to burn this government to the goddamn ground i really think they are <laughs> because there's going to be fucking 33% of society is going to say, you're not doing shit for me and I have proof. 
Well, I think I, I, I appreciate that thought. I just don't see that happening. Let me tell you why. Because one thing you I, never lived in the Latino neighborhood. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, I, I see it. I'm living there now. I'm in LA. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying is that there is no way around the head start, if you understand what I'm saying. So, like, oh, totally. people have places they can go that you can't get to. Right. And they also have weapons that you know nothing about. Now, what they will be able to do is them, you know, if you don't get mad and tell up some shit like what they did at the Capitol, that shit is never going to happen again because they got shit that make your spit taste like poison. They not playing with you. If they mm -hmm. want you, they're going to get rid of you. You mm -hmm. there's nowhere to hide. So even no matter how angry they get, what you're going to have to concern yourself with is those angry people being slaughtered. Because we don't make any decision. And the people that do have enough of a head start and live on high enough hills to keep you from getting to them. The way I will counter that argument, because I don't think you're wrong if you think about it from the perspective of the life that most of us have lived. But when you realize that this generation of kids is going to be able to shut down a government from a computer in their bedroom, it's going to look a lot different than what you're anticipating. I, I would I would agree with that. I, yeah, I think that's a good place to go. But here's the thing. They own the network. <laughs> you know what I mean? mm -hmm. So as soon as they start seeing funny shit, don't, they're going to shut the shit down. There's a VPN and there's a dark web and there's a way around a lot of stuff for a long time. And they'll think the search is coming from the Queen of England's backyard. What I'm telling you is these motherfuckers will turn off the lights. I don't, it's all, if you own everything, oh, yeah. you control everything. But it's what we're able to do before they catch on and before they're able to make the decision and make it look like a good one. It's what we're able to do in crunch time, which is what we as black people have always done, which is get everything done in a goddamn hurry with no money and no resources. I like resources. that. I like that. That's what we do. But going back, going back to, uh, going back to the capital uh, the Capitol attack. Uh, I don't think it was a riot. I think it was an insurrection. I think yeah, it was the coup d'etat. I think the. I think uh, there's at least three congressmen uh, who. Th there were congressmen who were seen giving tours, private tours, to several people who were uh, instigators of the insurrection um, days before. Uh, I already went over with you about how like they knew how to get around and get to private offices and stuff like that. I can't uh, wait to watch all their trials on C-SPAN. I'm gonna have fucking popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> the what uh, you were talking about earlier when they were talking about going back and forth with the National Guard. One of the things is funny. The governor of Maryland basically spilled all the beans. Uh, the first night. Trying, yeah, he yeah he was trying to send his National Guard over as soon as possible, and nobody from the White House was responding. Uh, this is, I don't know why this hasn't been reported more, yeah. but... Um, Wasn't it Pence that was the one that accepted the call for Pence, troops? Pence, yeah, they were calling, the Republicans were calling Trump's personal line, and he just wasn't answering. He was wow. just, but he was watching it. He was watching it on TV, but he wasn't answering. And Kevin McCarthy, the leader of the uh, Congress, had to like scream at him when he finally answered. And he was like, I heard that the Antifa attacked the Capitol. He goes, it wasn't Antifa, but it was basically, it was fucking MAGA, basically yeah. is what he said. Because <laughs> these motherfuckers was like uh, pinned in. 
They were literally pinned in with people banging on doors trying to get at them. And uh, five hours, I didn't even realize Robert and I and Bobby Hill were on a thread chatting while this whole shit was going on. And I didn't realize that it was that long that they were under siege before backup got there. And um, do we know how many people actually were inside of the Capitol? There were definitely hundreds. There may right. have been thousands. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the FBI at this point knows because they have 4K camera, probably uh, 16K yeah. <laughs> cameras all throughout that motherfucker. And they can see them. They had them motherfuckers x-rays before they left. The yeah. Shit. yeah. They, <laughs> they got lung cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They like um, that. that place, that place, that place is yeah. Every inch of that place is covered because the president goes there, and the vice president goes there, and the speaker of the house. So, like the most important people in our government spend a lot of time there. So every inch of that place is covered with cameras. So, like all those, like a lot of those people are going to get captured. They already have. They were on no fly list. I don't know if you guys have seen the video. Oh, yeah, you couldn't even go back home. <laughs> yeah, that's that shit was beautiful. That shit was beautiful. the videos of the white ladies crying in the airport because they can't go anywhere with the curb your enthusiasm music playing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh but my God, further, I didn't see that. But, but to further for the for anybody who's watching this and saying, I mean, by the time anybody sees this. Uh, it will be very well known that how much of a plot this was. There were message boards uh, saying things like don't fly in because they can track you drive in because then they'll have no idea. You could bring your weapon. You could uh, tell the people to drive in because if you drive in, you can bring your weapons with you. Yeah. And, and they won't know. Uh, they won't know like how many people are coming in if people are driving there because they, mm -hmm. they you know what I also noticed too though I, I did notice that like if you watch the Trump rallies you always see a few like you see a few minorities there a few black folks uh -huh. you know like I ain't seen no crowd. black people at this shit it I was, see, it was like six it was see, like was it yeah, yeah it was so like, I didn't see nobody got into, got into, got into the experience of racism but like, like one African dude, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, the, the black. There was dude, some black people in there. I didn't. See, not a, I didn't see no black people at this one. There was one brother. Well, like one out of twenty African people are conservative as fuck. So there had to be like two. He was <laughs> he was standing in the uh, in the House the of Representatives uh, in the Senate. Senate. He was like standing up on something, and everybody was like going crazy around this shit. He was just like kind of standing up, like looking around and shit. And uh, that nigga looked like he was looking for his uh, uh, his stimulus check. He's <laughs> yeah. like, man, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what did the department of Stimmy that? <laughs> yeah, what what is Stimmy? Who who, who, who yeah, can give me the Stimmy? But uh, um, but yeah, but uh, like these motherfuckers. Oh, to further uh, uh, to lay on even more about the quote unquote. I don't even want to make it sound like it's a conspiracy. Uh, the shit was 100% planned. There's yeah. a dude that's in hiding right now, and I can't, oh, God, his name is Ali, fuck, I can't think of his name, but he named the congressman. Who, oh, I know who uh, you're talking about, yeah. yeah he named the congressman that helped. Ali, something, yeah. Um, I saw that today, actually. I can't remember that guy's name, but he was, yeah. I can't believe, yeah. I can't believe these motherfuckers were screaming, hang Mike Pence. And Mike Pence 
ain't putting a bullet in the back of Trump's head. Like, I'm not saying assassinate him. I'm saying 25th Amendment. Like, I don't understand how he's not Fredo in this nigga. Like, no. they, 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 <laughs> were, they were chanting, hang hang you, dude. You from Indiana. You know bro, Trump, Trump pulled a Tony Montana on Mike Pence, bro. Like, he was Manolo or some shit. Like, you know yes. what? You gonna have to go, man. Like, God, like this your right hand, man. He been with you since day one. <laughs> like, damn, if, that, he was, mean, if he, he dies, he dies. Like that, that that's just some cold ass shit, man. He was a he was a Christian that was allowing him to grab pussies. You did. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you if you gonna go against your own um, religious moorings to say this guy had, and every time he talked about this dude. For the first like year, he would always say, "Well, we're getting a broad his broad shouldered leadership." Like, what the fuck? What is that? Broad shouldered leadership. Thank you. Doesn't that sound a little fruity? Man. Like, honestly, <laughs> if Mike Pence, if Mike Pence hates gays so much, then why is he always hanging out with Ivanka's husband? You know he's a crossdresser. You can totally hey. tell he plucks his eyebrows. When you listen to him talk, he's like, <laughs> Hey man, if there was a place, and, and, and if there was a and place Trump I could bet want anybody that wouldn't let him fuck his daughter too. So it has to be someone who will allow him to bone his daughter also. Exactly. Yeah. Gary <laughs> just takes the kids to like fucking school in, in in the sedan, and he wears the shoes that Ivanka designs. If there was a, a place that if there was a place that I could place the bet, I I would refinance my house. With a wager on uh, that Mike Pence likes dick, like like if it, like it's just if it's anybody that would take the bet. Oh, he rolls his eyes into the back of his head and like snorts poppers and shit, like it's nineteen seventy nine. Mike Pence loves it. Mike Pence loves it. Mike Pence goes to the. Uh, who who y'all think? Who y'all think get more secret? Who y'all think get more secret service dick? Mike Pence or uh, Melania? Melania. Um, no, Melania's oh, Melania. secret service is gay because she needs security that can do her hair. She's from Eastern Europe. She needs you to multitask. <laughs> she got she got away from the communists. She got to be able to fucking do tricks for her. Um, yeah, no, I definitely think Mike Pence has taken more because all of his secret service is like they all look 23 and like fresh out of Yale. And you know Mike is literally just bending over an ironing board just taking it like Jim Cleaver. <laughs> it fucks with me how much uh, Mike leave it to Mike's beaver <laughs> leave it to Mike's beaver <laughs> wow I bet that's a porn I bet that's a porn <laughs> I bet that's a porn and it's called beaver damn <laughs> alright guys well uh, any last words before we go man I want to thank y'all uh, for staying and having this chat, man, because I know it's been uh, heavy on everybody's mind. So, any last words before we get out of here? Well, yes, on that note, I have a comedy special coming out. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a comedy special coming out because white people in the back. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, please, white folks that uh, wandered in, buy this shit too. I'm not, I just want to control it. You can still buy it. Um, 
um, it's called Lockdown. It's about me in the jail. We got some interviews in it. It's a little different of a comedy special than, than what you're used to seeing. Uh, we spliced in interviews with the jokes and stuff, and it's really cool. So check it out. That's what's up, man. Cool. Anybody else? New OG is Friday, 4 p.m. live on Twitch, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, and IG. And I'll be at basically a lot of different truck stops along the highway as soon as I get the second dose of the vaccine. Uh. <laughs> Glory holes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Someone needed to be grown to get that. Thank you. I will be bent over till Christmas. Well, uh, I want to thank y'all for staying, man, staying through. Um, thank again, you. thank you, Comics Man, for coming out. Again, uh, see us at Haters and Debaters on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, what's the other shit where we on? Uh, Facebook, on Instagram. We'll get more stuff. Spotify, SoundCloud, yep. all that other thank good you. shit. And I miss Brown Comedy on Instagram <laughs> and send Matt Brown money on Venmo and Cash App. <laughs> and I want to thank... Once again, I want to thank Robert Hines, Xavier Lamont, Matt Brown, and James Fisher for stopping through. You guys have a good night. Thanks. All right. So that was our after hours discussion uh, regarding the insurrection on the Capitol. Uh, I know it was a, a heavy discussion topic to, to address, but we felt like it needed to be addressed. And we want to thank you guys who stuck around uh, to listen um, there was one thing I did not get to address at the uh, during our discussion that I wanted to take a quick moment to say, um, just to leave you guys on a, a more positive note. Um, I had a chance to participate in a few of the Black Lives Matter protests here in Chicago uh, over this past summer. And one of the things I noticed the most was there was a large variety of, of young adults, uh, ages 18 to 25, from all walks of life, uh, black, white, straight, gay, it didn't matter. Everyone was marching peacefully for the same purpose, for justice and equality. And it gave me hope to think, uh, as naive as it may sound, that that the youth of America may have finally learned from the mistakes of the older generation as it pertains to racism in this country. And then maybe we will be able to live as the great late Martin Luther King dreamed um, and accept one another and love one another. And most of all, trust one another. Um, and we can't do that without having conversations like you just heard. Uh, we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And with that said, uh, I just want to thank you guys again for listening. Uh, have a safe and, and most of all, educational Black History Month. Do not just say Happy Black History Month on Twitter or Facebook, but read, learn something. All right. Black history is American history. So thanks for listening to another episode of Haters and Debaters. Um, and check us out next week. Have a blessed night.